All right, peeps, we're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benz, and thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider Wrestling Podcast Edition. We'll get right into it. We got some AEW news. Not much, but some. Last night was episode two of AEW Dynamite, and it kicked ass. It was, it was what a way to open a show. The Young Bucks first private party in the first round of the tag team tournament. The last time I, the first time I seen Private Party, as I say, was at House of Glory two Augusts ago, and their WrestleMania. House of Glory's WrestleMania is called High Intensity. We were at High Intensity seven, and last year or this year at High Intensity eight. Uh, we seen Private Party at both of them. Those kids are stars. They're the real deal. I'm so glad that they actually put them over the Bucks. Like I say, I really do hate saying it, but it's true. The Bucks don't need it right now. They will get them in the future, of course. Uh, since AEW started pay-per-views, what have you, Tony Khan has always been putting over the top peeps, like the Bucks, uh, what you call it, Cody Rhodes, John Moxley, what have you. I even think Joey Janela should have beat John Moxley, to be honest, but I hope he continues booking like this. Last week, after the post-interview, Tony Khan let it slip that Jericho and those guys were a faction. They revealed last night that they are, and they named themselves the Inner Circle. It is Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, LAX, and Jack, Jake Hager, a.k.a. Jack Swagger. Jericho tore the WWE up and the crowd when they chanted, We the people for Jack Swagger. He said, What you call it? He said that We the people was dead, it was dumb, and it was created by bad creative people. Talking about WWE creative backstage. I died, I was laughing. He cursed it all during it. He did a classic Jericho promo. Also, they had a number one contenders match. It was with Darby, Darby Allen versus Jimmy Havoc. Allen did pull out the win. He will be facing Jericho for the AEW title next week in Philadelphia, which we will be there. Uh, Brooke Baker got legit injured again. Not really bad, but Bree Priestley did it again. Uh, during the match, she hit her in her eye, and her eyes all fucked up, and they were going back and forth on Twitter after the show went off the air. Uh, John Moxley fought Sean Spears. And then before their match could end, the cleaner, Kenny Omega, came out to interrupt on the stage. And the cleaner actually had a broom with barbed wire in his hand. The end of the match, the match of the night, was the inner circles Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus Hangman Page and Dustin Rhodes. The inner circle did win. Cody came out to interrupt. And then, you know, good guys and bad guys were all empty and from backstage trying to help each other. In the end, my boy MJF came out. The inner circle had Cody and everybody beat up. They had Cody on his knees. And they handed MJF a chair or he came in with a chair. And they wanted him to hit Cody Rhodes. He was thinking about it. But instead, he attacked the inner circle, which is great. Even though MJF is the biggest heel in AEW, he's sticking with his boy Cody, like he said. And the future they'll turn on each other though and then we're going to have a great match can't wait to see this live next week uh, the Wednesday Night War is definitely on in the AEW-WWE War. Cody Rhodes did an interview, and he said he was told by people who work in WWE that a huge star got injured in Hell in a Cell match, and it was none other than Bray Wyatt. He received a concussion. 
Now, the Fiend, the WWE said, had an unknown injury. According to Cody, it is a concussion. We know how serious they're taking concussions anymore. You're supposed to have, like, an automatic couple weeks off, and then if it's bad, a couple months, what have you. And the Fiend was on Monday Night Raw, as we've seen. So I guess the concussion protocol doesn't count if you're one of the top draws in WWE. That's fucked up. AEW star Kip Sabian was injured during a dark match this week. And Ryback's newest video, Ryback X and NXT and excuse me, Nexus member and WWE star, he gave props to AEW. He told people to watch AEW, and by the stuff he said in his newest video, people think he was hitting that going to AEW. So check out the big guy's newest YouTube video and see what you think. Uh, the Bucks had a great episode of ordering room service when they order room service on the road. I uh, wasn't a fan of the show until this episode. It did have none other than Joey Janela in it, and it was really, really good. We enjoyed it a lot. All right, honest and WWE news. I'm talking like this because I really got a cough, but I don't want to stop this recording on you guys, so I'm going to do my best. WWE fans were so pissed after Hell in a Cell that the ratings for Raw plummeted this week. They were very bad. On NXT last night, Leo Rush defeated Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight belt, and Triple H gave him congrats after. That kid better thank his fucking lucky stars. He was in deep, hot water with the higher-ups in WWE the past few months. That's why he got taken away from Bobby Lashley and you haven't seen him. Plus, even the world's strongest, strongest man, Mark Henry, was pissed, pissed as fuck at him. So congrats on the win of the belt, Leo, but, you know, don't fuck this shot up, bro. Roderick Strong had a hell of a match with Swerve. He retained his North American title. At the end, his boys came out to celebrate with him, undisputed, and Thomas Ciampa came out, and he pretty much told Adam Gold that, Cole that he wants his baby Goldie back. Rhea Ripley called out Shayna Baszler again, and in the final match of the night, it was Kushida from New Japan against Walter from NXT UK. These guys tore the fucking roof off the place, but unfortunately, Kushida was injured during the match, and there were actually a couple injuries on NXT, on NXT last night. Well, the review, not the reviews, but the ratings are in for AEW Dynamite and NXT last night, and again, AEW beat NXT for the second night in a row. AEW had like 104 million, 104 million viewers, and AEW only had 790. So go AEW, I mean, excuse me, I apologize, guys. AEW had like a million four hundred viewers, and NXT had 790 viewers. I should have took my break while I had a chance, huh? <laughs> All right, now if you've seen a movie about WWE star Paige, you know she has a real-life brother. He's also a wrestler. Added a two, he was supposed to be the real star, not her, and she's the one who got a career. Well, I guess he's still trying to live his dream, and he's blaming William Regal for actually stopping him. He went on a Facebook rant. This is what he had to say. Been told again I can't go to WWE tryouts because I threatened an NXT trainer or whatever. No, that's bullshit. The bottom line is Mr. Regal was slagging my family off. Well, he well, we heard he was slagging our family off. A lot of wrestlers told us that he was slagging us off, calling us pikey scum, and my dad's a gangster, blah, 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 blah. And out of all the venues in the whole wide world, NXT was run by Regal. So I mentioned to Mr. Regal, what's your problem with my dad? Or what's your problem with my family? 
Why do you keep blocking us? If you got an issue, I'll come on my own and meet you at the venue anywhere in the world. Uh, we'll get into it with each other and we'll get it done. If not, we could shake hands and get on with it. He rung my dad and was really, really nice to my dad. I messaged him saying it's done. Thanks a lot. Because I like to speak with each other because that's what men do. I'm not a yes man like most people you hire. I'm a real man. If you got it with someone, tell them and vice versa. And then you shake hands. That's a job done. I don't know why you keep carrying this on. And James Mason, who also works for you at NXT, he's a good friend of mine. Slept with the mother of my child the year after we split up, which is fine. I asked the man to man ten years ago, did you do it? He said no. Then I found out he did. So at the end of the day, I said you're out of order. Just be honest. Uh, what you call it? I apologize. I'm getting lost here. Just be honest in a child and beat up as a child. I don't know what he means by that. I come through a hell of a lot and you're not going to break me, mate. I'll just carry on doing the indie scene because the UK hooligans are the best tag team around. The best known tag team around. Not saying the best workers, the best known tag team around. We go around, we give it everything in the ring, and you're never going to stop me doing it. I've been wrestling all my life, and at the end of the day, you should pe pick people on talent. Not because they give you a little twisty. I will never do that. If I never go to WWE, I never go. That's fair enough. But don't keep talking shit and blocking my family. I hate doing this, but I have no choice. Roy, Patty, you got my number. Be men, both of you, and call me up. Roy, you just rechecked Facebook posts threatening a WWE staff member in public last week and see how that might affect your family. This is on you. So there's real, real fucking beef behind the scenes. A lot of that, you really don't know what it means because those guys are from where they're from, the UK, Britain, or whatever, and we don't know, like, fucking what the words are. Well, I don't anyway, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but speaking of Paige, fans are pissed at her because she posted a video of her boyfriend. Now, I'm black and white, like I said. I'm just saying the facts. Her boyfriend is white. In the video, he was acting like a Spanish chulo gangbanger, like, hey, I say, blah, 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 all dressed like it, and pissed her peeves. They're saying it's a Madison dressing in blackface. So he took to Twitter and attacked the fans, and Paige chimed in also. All right, peace. We're going to take a break real quick. Uh, we do got story from NWA, Impact News, UFC, and I got some more WWE news. All right, some of the sources we get our news from online and in print are such as Wrestling Observer, PW Insider, Fightful.com, WrestleTalk, Cultaholic, Sean's View, Ringside News, Pro Wrestling Sheet, Bodyslam.net, and Sam Roberts, just to name a few. Check us out on all social media, the AEW Insider on Facebook and YouTube, the AEW Insider on all podcasting platforms, and the AEW Insider 1 on Twitter. All right, peeps, we'll be right back with the rest of the show. All right, peeps, we're back. Let's finish up the show. The man who attacked Bret Hart at this year's WWE Hall of Fame, he had court this week, and the dumbass did not show up. They issued a warrant for his arrest. They found him a few days later. He went to court. He was not locked up. He was let go. But he has to come back on November 12th to face the music. And courts like this go on. There's going to be a preliminary, you know what I mean, blah, blah, blah. So it's going to go on for quite a while. But I bet he is scared shitless now. Way to go, tough guy. Uh, Dave Meltzer went on record saying that there are two guys besides The Fiend. Everybody knows why Paul Heyman wants The Fiend on his show. But there are two other guys that he wants in the draft. The first is Alistair Black, and the second is Buddy Murphy. He says they're Paul Heyman guys, and he wants them on his squad. 
Now, Eric Bischoff wants two stars definitely on his show also. The first is Roman Reigns, and the second is Charlotte Flair. That's why she got that belt, like we said on the last show. Uh, the WWE draft will have a bunch of celebrities. Some are, some such are, some are baseball pro Alex Rodriguez, returning SNL Saturday Night Live people Colin Jost and Michael Shea, Mr. Robots Christian Slater, Dallas Cowboys Troy Aikman, plus other other tons of pro star sports and legends because they're dealing with Fox One. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob were also supposed to be on to promote their new movie, but WWE canceled them appearing on their show since they appeared on AEW. That's fucked up, WWE. Shame. 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 Also, the draft got moved to two nights again. It was supposed to be a Monday Night Raw, then SmackDown. Then it was supposed to be just SmackDown. But now we'll start this Friday night and then end on Monday the 14th. And the draft pools, like the talent that they could pick from on each night, have been revealed. And they're up on our Twitter and Facebook, so go check it out. Uh, speaking of Jay and Silent Bob's new movie, we know that the GOAT, Chris Jericho, stars in it. It has been revealed that he will play KKK member in the film, which is effing hilarious. Uh, speaking of KKK and racist, Hulk Hogan has gone on record saying he wants one more retirement match, and he wants it to be a rematch. And it's against none other than Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Now that would be legend if they got into it one more time. After his debut, it has come to light that Vince McMahon is very unhappy with Cain Velasquez. He doesn't like his body. He doesn't like the shape he's in. He doesn't think he looks like a real threat to Brock, even though Cain actually beat Brock in real life in the UFC. All right, on to some NWA news real quick. NWA Power Hour. NWA is back. If you love the old NWA, the promos, the cheesiness, the sets, the interviewers, what have you, it is back. They got interviewers who look and act like they're from the 60s or 70s with their reactions and shit. And uh, they have the sets. It just looks like an old-time feel, like late 70s, 80. And the wrestling's great, and it's legit. The first episode featured people like James Storm, Nick Aldis and Camille, Eli Drake, and more. I'm hooked after the first episode. Check out NWA's Power Hour on YouTube. Impact Wrestling has a new signee, and it's none other than ex-AEW star Kylie Ray. That's fucked up. I've been saying, I'm dying to know why she would ask for her release from AEW. Then you heard she wrestled on the indies. Now she's in Impact Wrestling. So it wasn't because she wanted to leave wrestling. So what the fuck went on behind the scenes? It's got to come out. I'm thinking maybe she didn't think it's fair. She didn't want to work with Nyla Rose. Or maybe it could have been fucking... um, the other person, I can't, I'm not saying another person because of what they are, but I just, their names, uh, Sunday, Sunday Kiss, I don't know, I think it's the Nyla Rose thing though, who knows, but I can't wait for it to come to light so we can find out what the fuck happened behind the scenes. UFC, ex-UFC champion Daniel Cormier, whatever the hell his name is, had two choices to make. He was either going to go to WWE or go after his belt and have a best of three match against Stipe or Stippy Miokovic. I don't watch it. I don't know what the fuck his name is. He did choose to go back for another UFC match to have a best out of three because he knows WWE will always be there waiting. And finally, Master P has bought a wrestling promotion. When I first seen this on Facebook, I laughed my ass off until I found out it was House of Glory. House of Glory is awesome. 
Like I said earlier and I said before, I've been to their last two big shows, High Intensity 7, High Intensity 8. The arena is fucking awesome. The venue, the crowd is fucking awesome. Their meet and greets are awesome. The first time my daughter got to meet Enzo, they had fucking, uh, what you call it, um, Sammy Callahan right there. I was talking to him just like I'm talking to you guys right now. Everybody was there. This year, they had the Young Bucks there. As soon as we walked in, Scott Hall was right fucking there. So House of Glory is awesome. That's where the Young Bucks got a big part of their start and private party plus tons more so if master p does it right he could have a hit on his hands not anywhere at aew level or anything like that but he could and he actually went on record and told Vince mcmahon to watch out the fuck out of here master p all right peace so i will have videos back up got the camera situation fixed got a new one what have you i will be doing a wrestling video this weekend sometime and a new movies and more episode uh tuesday so definitely stay tuned uh if you want all wwe check out my boy two tooth on jobber jabber wrestling universe also if you want everything all sports football baseball what have you check out the 570 sports show uh check out all the videos i've been putting out i got movie ones horror ones halloween ones wrestling ones on a uh, on facebook and youtube it's the aew insider it's also the aew insider for our podcast and all podcasting platforms and also aew insider one as a number one on twitter show us some love tell us what you want to hear tell me what you think of the show what have you all right peace i'll be back on youtube in a couple of days and i'll be back with movies and more on the podcast next week plus another wrestling show as always i'm your host lee benson thank you so much for joining us on the aew insider ciao peeps